Grand Prairie, Dawson Creek, Fort St. John, or wherever you are joining from. Welcome to Fresh Angle. I am your host, Danielle. Fresh Angle invites you to hear about new, exciting ways to see God, yourself, and others. How do thriving relationships sound? Guilt and shame gone. Hope, peace, meaning, purpose, and a joy that can withstand whatever life throws at you can be your normal. We often fail to realize these things all have a common source, a clear understanding of who God is, of how He feels about us, and how knowing the truth changes everything. Stay tuned as Pastor Dan brings us a fresh angle on God, life, love, and the things that matter the most. Hey everyone, welcome back to Fresh Angle. I hope you are ready for this one. This is awesome. So in the Bible, there are what we call genealogies. They're lists of who begot who begot who begot who. If I'm going to tell you the truth about myself for years and years and years, I just skipped over them when I read the Bible. I would just scan the page till the genealogy was over and pick up reading again. And man, did I miss out on a lot. I missed out on cool things like realizing that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. I missed out on realizing that Shem was still alive for most of the lifespan, if not all of the lifespan of Abraham. I have to brush up on that, but their lives crossed over each other for a long period of time. I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone back to the genealogies and searched it out. Well, the book of Ruth ends with a genealogy, so I'm going to read it for you. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And when he went into her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bore a son. Then the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who has not left you this day without a close relative, and may his name be famous in Israel. And may he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has borne him to you. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her bosom and became a nurse to him. Also the neighbor women gave him a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David. Now this is the genealogy of Perez. Perez, the son of Tamar, if you will remember, begot Hezron. Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Amminadab. Amminadab begot Nashon. Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon married Rahab, if you remember, but that's not told here. Salmon begot Boaz. Boaz married Ruth. Boaz begot Obed. Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David. King David is one of the great heroes of Israel's history. So anything connected with David is of great interest to them. But before we get there, I want you to remember how this little book of Ruth began. It began with a Jewish family moving to Moab because of a famine. And there, Naomi lost her husband and both of her sons. She's left with no prospect of ever having children and two daughters-in-law who are Moabites. She has nothing to offer them no way to sustain herself. She is literally destitute. I want you to remember that's how the story began. One of our weaknesses in life is that we live in the moment and we are slaves to the moment and we ride the roller coaster of our present circumstances and we judge our past and our future by where we are right now. We ought not do that. If Naomi were to judge what God could do in her life by where she was at that moment with no husband, no sons, and two daughters-in-law that she had no way of supporting and no way to give husbands to, what future does she have? She begins to crumble under that. She goes home because she can't think of anywhere else to go. She has nothing. 
And when she gets there, she says, don't call me by my name. Call me Mara. Means bitter. And then you fast forward to the end of the story. And I'm going to read it again. Then the women said to Naomi, Grandma Naomi, something she never thought she would be. Blessed be the Lord, who but God, who has not left you this day without a close relative, referring to Boaz. And may his name be famous in Israel. The son that came from Boaz and Ruth was her descendant. It carried on her family line from Elimelech, her two boys that passed away in Moab. In this grandson was all of her future hope. But listen to the language. May he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. How about eternity? For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has borne him. There is so much in between the lines there, it's not even funny. It's awesome. Because if, if, if Ruth was only thinking of herself, she would have stayed in Moab. And if Ruth had stayed in Moab, Naomi would have had no daughter-in-law to find a kinsman redeemer to redeem, to have a grandson. And that grandson had a son, and that grandson's son had a son, and all the way down it led to Jesus. Jesus who is the restorer of life. Jesus who is the nourisher of our old age into and for eternity. From nothing. Call me Mara. Call me bitter. I went away full and I've come back empty. I am nothing and I have nothing. And from that nothingness, from that nothingness came Jesus. You see, that's the story of the Bible. When we choose to love, when we choose to lay ourselves and our selfishness aside and do what is better for someone else, blessings flow. And abundance comes from nothing. That is the miracles that God has done, continues to want to do, and will do. And God will take this nothing of a planet with our stories of brokenness and our stories of emptiness and our stories of failure and our stories of shame and our stories of guilt, our stories of our shameful background that we don't want to tell people where we're from. Whatever it is, he'll take all of that nothingness and he'll say, if you choose love, if you choose to take whatever agency, whatever choice, whatever options you have and put someone else first with those choices, I will create rivers in the wilderness. I will create a future where the lion and the lamb lay down together. I will create an eternity that no ear has heard, no eye has seen, and no mind can conceive of. Oh, I've heard thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the Tender whisper of love in the dead of night And you tell me that you're pleased And that I'm never alone You're a good, good father To you are, to you are, to you are I'm loved by you, to I am, to I am, to I am.
Many searching for answers Far and wide But I know we're all searching for answers Only you provide Cause you know just what we need Before we say a word You're a good, good father To you are, to you are, to you are And I'm loved by you To I am, to I am, to I am Cause you are perfect in all of your ways You are perfect in all of your ways you are perfect in all of your ways to us. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to love so undeniable I I can hardly speak peace so unexplainable I I can hardly think as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still as you call me deeper still into love, love, love. You're a good, good father to you are, to you are, to you are. And I'm loved by you, to I am, to I am, to I am. You're a good, good father to you are, to you are, to you are, and I'm loved by you, to I am, to I am, to I am, you're a good, good father to you are, to you are, to you I'm loved by you, to I am, to I am, to I am, you're a good, good father, to you are, to you of Ruth is this little tiny, tiny picture of what God can do when we choose his path of self-sacrificing love. The women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who has not left you this day without a close relative, a descendant, a heritage. And may his name be famous in Israel. Oh, it is. 
And may he be to you a restorer of life, he is. And a nourisher of your old age. We haven't even seen the beginning of the end yet. There is no end to what he has planned. For your daughter-in-law who loves you. Why is she better than seven sons? Because she loved. At the cost of herself, she loved. Then Naomi took the child, laid him on her bosom, and became a nurse to him. Now this is the genealogy of Perez. Perez begot Hezron, Hezron begot Ram, Ram begot Aminadab, Aminadab begot Nashon, Nashon begot Salmon by Rahab, Salmon begot Boaz, Boaz begot Obed by Ruth, Obed begot Jesse, Jesse begot King David. We are about to move into 1 Samuel. The first woman that we're going to encounter there is an incredible story. I love it. It's the story of Hannah. Then we're going to be moving on towards King David and the women in his life. Let me tell you something. Where love is, God is. And where God is, abundance follows. See you next week. We're glad you stayed and invite you to join us next week for another Fresh Angle. While you are waiting, be sure to stop by our website at www.freshangle.ca. Don't be satisfied with less than the truth about God and how he sees you. If your experience with religion so far has been more fear than faith, shame than humble confidence, guilt than joy, or confusion instead of clarity, you have come to the right place and we look forward to having you back next week.